Public Radio's LossyTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. you got myself green on. I'm joined by a man who's also been referred to by his colleagues as a complete psycho, my co-captain Damo. How are we, sir? Uh, very good, Greeno. Uh, good evening to you. Uh, blockheads, millions around the world, etc. Everyone on the listenership, how the fuck are you? How you been, Greeno? How's things, mate? Yeah, been all right. Been all right. Been it's right. uh, it's it's an interesting week. I'm on annual leave, but it's kind of like yeah. faux faux annual leave. I don't mean to jump into a story time. I like stories about in the otters. So uh, annual leave seems like a good idea, right? So I'm not going to work, you know. Annual leave, what is meant to be? So it's meant to be rest, relaxation, you know, margaritas at well, midday. You're going to have to interrupt so, story stories about pinatas. Yeah. And just interject with a well, just a point of clarity, Greeno, before we get too mm-hmm. far down the garden path. Uh, you said, well, it's a, you know, it's a holiday. Uh, you don't have to go to work. I would suggest that that's highly inaccurate, uh, considering that you work from home. So yeah, you, you exactly. mean you don't have to be doing work tasks while you're in the same place that you always Cor- are. But, correct. Okay, I like wrong. stories about pinatas. And just if I can just interrupt one more time. I like right? stories Ooh. about pinatas. I want to give a quick shout out to Dr. Till in the chat. I'm going to give Dr. Till a nice Gary for nice this. Nice Gary. Dr. Till. Uh, he's done, I reckon he's done like nine or ten hours of fucking streaming today. So there was like, wow. a, yeah, I'm telling you, man, there was, I just happened to catch him because it was just one of those days where I could have YouTube on while I was working. Like I didn't have to do calls or anything like that, yeah. you know, so, but I couldn't commit, but it was like, mm-hmm. I just had it on. And like, every time I turned over, this fucking guy is on YouTube again, still, still, going. still fucking going. So he did like a, like a chunk earlier in the day and then a chunk later on at night, gave us a shout out on his show. And thank you for the plug. And now shows up. It's got to be like fucking four in the morning or something where he is. Yeah, wow. It's 3.30 in well the morning. Done. So fucking nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. It is an effort. And I'm just going to say, to be brutally honest, it's totally not worth it. You should have gone no. to bed. The show is Go fucking terrible, man. Yeah, this is that's a the terrible thing. show. Ten hours, ten, 10 hours in, you know, yeah, yeah. You, you probably just need to have a bit of a lie down at that yeah, point. A little lie down. Bex and uh, a lie down, Greener. Yeah, exactly. 100% yeah. correct. All right, back to your story. I like stories oh, about pinatas. Faux annual leave because annual leave seems all well and good. Mm. Like you pointed out, I work at home. So technically I'm in the exact same place I would be on a regular work day. So I'm sitting there going, look, you got to look at the positives, right? At Mm. least I get to sleep in, right? Mm. Get to sleep in. Don't need to log in. Don't need to get up early, log in to work. Mm. No, i got kids, mate. So no, no, no. Guess what? Daddy doesn't have to work. Guess what, kids? Daddy doesn't have to work so we can wake him up even earlier now. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way kids think. The way kids think uh, is like fucking sinister supervillain in a Walt yeah. Disney cartoon, Greeno. They look for yeah. any weakness and then stick their thumb in there. Spot on. <laughs> so uh so with my usual wake up, whatever it may be, the kids are like, oh really? Fucking let's wake daddy up. I've had less sleep on my so-called leave than I have yes. when I normally go to work. And now and now also because you're not because your day's not tied up with doing work from home. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, this is usually the time when the wife in the situation, the female, your lovely wife, the lovely lady, Greeno, mm-hmm. Greeno, this mm-hmm. is, I reckon this is around the time, I've, you know, amazingly, that she'll start to notice these little jobs around the house that need doing. Am I in a ballpark there? Uh, no. Oh, that's, okay. that, no, that's me. So I'm the kind of guy, uh, I, I, need to to keep my, I need to keep myself busy, right? right. I, I'm, I'm a fidgeter. I can't sit for more than five seconds without having to do something. Right. So... 
I'm not a chiller. I'm definitely not a chiller. No, so, you, uh, that's true. You're not a chiller. Like, and uh, you know, a little impromptu story time. I like stories about pinatas. When we were younger and we used to go out a lot more, Greeno would like volunteer to drive more often than anyone else. And it wasn't because mm-hmm. Greeno was a pussy. With it. when Greeno would drink most fucking people under the table, and mm-hmm. he's not. He's not a huge man or anything either. So it's a fucking effort. Pound for pound, probably the best drinker I've ever known. Okay. So I can put them away. He yeah, can fucking put them away yeah. with speed and efficiency, and it's fucking chilling when you watch it happen. Right? So, but he would volunteer to drive more often than not, not because of that, because he's like, you know, I just fucking, it's, I'd, I'd be bored otherwise. You know, we're just mm. kind of fucking sitting around. He he likes the sitting around and the talking and stuff. It's like, no, just look, I don't, I don't care. I'd rather just drive. So I can get in, get it done, picking them up, fucking dropping them off, fucking job done, Greener. Nice, so it's true. Gary. You are someone who prefers to be like, all right, what are we doing? You, you, when we're at the place, you're thinking about what's the next place we're going to. <laughs> yeah, well, also like uh, ulterior motive in that story. Yes. If Greeno picks up a lady, yes. I've already got my car. Nice, so, nice. It, 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 nice. I, I, yeah, 100%. So I've, I've had scenarios. You sly where, fox. Where I, I, I decided, look, I, I'm going I'm to have some drinks tonight. And we'd, we'd designate to one of the other five boys that we do, were generally we're going to the pub with hmm. and say, look, I, I've driven, you know, 90% of the time. Uh, Greeno's turn to drink. Let's sit in. All good. Yeah. And what would invariably happen is that would be the night Greeno would pick up. Yeah. And then I'd be stuck going, well, like, fuck, man, I've only got my mate to drive me home. <laughs> and I, back then there was no cab money. Like we weren't flush with cash. Mm. It was like, well, my mate's my lift. And it's kind of an awkward situation. That's right. ah, this would be so much easier if I could like drop the boys off. And the sweet or, irony of it is like, yeah. you know, the sweet irony of it is Greeno. We'd all be going, oh, Greeno, the fucking idiot. He's driving again. We're the ones, we're the smart ones. We're having a good mm. time. Greeno would drive home with the girl in the car and we'd be throwing up in somebody's front garden. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, all right, see you, boys. Beep, beep, beep. All right, back to the story. I like <laughs> stories about pinatas. That was a bit of a step back in time. We didn't realize. Oh, we better do one of them. Then. We did, better hit the button just to be safe. Just for complete safety. on the soundboard tonight. Yeah, no, it's all good. Swag that was, a, that was, a, one. That was all right. There was a story time. There was a story time there that turned into a step back in time. You just, you just don't like. You just don't like unjustified nice, nice scaries. That's exactly your, correct. Your yeah, I've got a bugbear about the the nice garage. Right. Uh, so yeah, realise yeah, the kiddies are going to wake me up early. Then the the kiddos are back to school and daycare this week. Okay, uh, bit of relief. Which there. means, which means, no, 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 no. That means that Daddy's still going to get up and do the double drop off. Uh, so it takes longer to do the double drop off. Well, does. the double drop off is, is part of the normal routine. But here's what's happened, right? Normally, what would happen is I do three days, the wife does two days because she's off two days, yeah. and I work five. Yeah. So the day she's at work, I do drop off and still work. Yep. And the day she's off, she takes the kids. Yep. But the wife's also on annual leave. So she's like, well, I'm not going to do the drop off. Well, so someone now has I'm, to do I'm, the drop off. So, so now I'm actually doing more drop offs on leave than I would be when I'm working, <laughs> as well as getting less sleep, as well as doing more work around the house uh, whilst, and still doing more cooking. And I'm like, well, I, I'm actually more tired now than if I'd mm. gone to work. So I'm tempted to cut my leave short next week and just go back to the office. And, you know, a nice Gary to you, Greeno, because. Nice Gary. I want to, you know, let it be known how much I appreciate you using this show as a vehicle to express your passive-aggressive anger at your spouse, Greener. So, nice, Gary! In the subtle way that you're doing it, too. So, nice, Gary, for that. 
the, the beauty of the show is the wife doesn't listen. So doesn't it's, listen. it's a nice it's safe space. Okay. Yeah. Safe space That's here right. with us and our six listeners. Well, we're all about that here on the block, aren't we? We believe in safety for everyone. We love it. Exactly. Speaking 100%. of safe spaces, Greeno, can um, we do a little one of these? And siren seems to be the hardest word. Because, um, you know, there was an oversight that I need to address. And it was terrible. But I'm going to have to give Greeno a retrospective happy birthday because this is what a terrible friend I am. <laughs> it was Greeno's birthday, like, on the fucking show last week, was it not? Like, that was your actual birthday? Uh, we don't give out uh, specific birthday dates on this particular show. So <laughs> right. let's say there or thereabouts. There or thereabouts. In the vicinity of said week. Correct? In the vicinity of said week. But it yeah. was, and then I completely fucking forgot about it. So I was like, oh, that's a terrible friend. Because I, I realized kind of like the next day or something. Because I don't, look, I don't do dates. I don't, I'm not very good at birthdays. You know what I mean? It's just not something like. Happy birthday, but it's just, I, I never remember like a date on the calendar and associate it to someone's birth. It's just, it's, it makes me a terrible person, I know, but there's I nothing I can do. Because the thing I know about you, we've been friends, what, yeah, 30 odd years. Yeah. Uh, you, you never look at a calendar, no, like ever. No. You had no reason ever to look at a calendar. You know, you know, Monday through Friday, you know, when you have to go no. to work. But if I said to you, hey, what's today's date? You're like, I don't fucking know, man. Fucking and that's always that's always why, like, always my my stories are so fucking vague in timeline terms is because hmm. I don't fucking know. When when was it? Like, I don't know, three months ago, uh, four months ago? Maybe. There are there about, ago, 100%. I don't know. So, it was like maybe January, and then I find out yeah. it was March. I'm like, yeah, it's ballpark, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so what invariably happens year after year around my birthday, I'll, I'll get a text from you, like, a day later, a couple of days later. <laughs> I was like, hey, bro, oh, thanks for happy birthday for the other day. I'm like, yeah, man, no worries. Yeah. And I just kind of take that as like, well, yeah, man, you fucking you remembered. Ball like, it's all good. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you remember on the day, man. You remembered. Who cares? I remember like, roughly in the vicinity of. In the vicinity. Yeah. Hey, man, you remembered. That's better than a lot of people. So, I mean, yeah, we're know. not married or anything. No, know. exactly. So fucking let's rescind that sorry book because sorry book's not necessary. I don't know if I can play it backwards or not. Um, we'll reverse uh, it. Like, pretend you listen to a record and reverse it. Maybe right. let's do a gardening Upside segment. And where there we go. I'm from. That'll do. Uh, so no sorry book necessary. <laughs> Happy birthday anyway, by the way. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, so let's get back to my other story time. I like uh, stories about pinatas. Story time inside of story time. So I was talking about how the kiddos went back to work this, uh, back to school, sorry, this week. Yep. And uh, interesting scenario. So um, I, I told you the year's been shit to start, right? Mm. The year's been shit, terrible start of the year. We've gone through it. Go back and listen to the last week's podcast. You can hear the back catalogue of shitness that started the year. Yeah. So I'm like, look, uh, going to get into February. February's going to be a new a new day. Mm. It's going to be good. You know, we've had all the shit with my son's COVID at daycare. I'm going to send him back. Now, we had to do a tactical decision here, right? Okay. We're like, do we send him back on the Monday the day before the daughter has to go back to school and risk her not being able to go, able to go back to school on day one and meet her new teacher or hold him back, pay for yet another fucking day of daycare that he's not going and wait till the Wednesday. We went the ladder. We're like, we're going to do safety first. Hang on. Don't, don't you just have to – sorry, am I so out of touch? <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't you just have to go to school when it starts? You can't pick your own start date, surely. Like no, no, You can't no, just no, wander not, in a couple of days this later is- and, you know. 
No, this is daycare. I'm ah, about. right. Okay. No, daycare. My, my son, son's been home because there was an outbreak at his daycare. So yeah. we had to keep him, we kept him home, safety first. And we're like, but the problem is if we send him to daycare and there was an outbreak, mm. then there was a risk we couldn't send Look at him. Look all of these like overlapping fucking concerns that you, you've already got enough concerns, don't you? When you've mm. got like a couple of kids that are in preschool and shit, you've There's already got things. enough on your plate, uh, you know, and now they're just layering these extra levels of complexity on the lot onto life that ought not be there. Mm, how about just exactly. how about this? Look, if you feel safe, send them in. And if you don't fucking keep them home, we've got an online lesson plan that's been working somewhat for the last two years. It can it can only get better. And Not if you're more comfortable option. getting them out of the, out out to school, then do that. Let's see what happens. How many teachers, uh, how many parents, Greeno, would choose sending them to school over keeping them home today? I wonder. I wonder what the slice would be. The percentage. 50-50, I reckon. That's a I huge think. percentage, isn't it? A uh, huge yeah, percentage. That, that is. Uh, to be honest, the drop-off pickup, all that kind of stuff, interrupts my day more than homeschooling. Yep. So it was actually easier for me to teach my kid at home than drop them off and pick them up because it interrupted my day more. Right. So this whole thing with the, like, you know, schools not going back and teachers teaching from home and stuff, and, you know, a lot of teachers have been advocating for more teaching from home and whatnot. I, it's going to come back on them. It's going to It's going to bounce back hard because when the schools open up again, a lot of people are going to be like, you know what? Fuck sending the kid to school. What's that? What's the good of that? Then, Mm. hey, look, if there's half of the kids attending school, they can't allow that to happen. If there's half of the kids attending school, what what do you think happens to education budget screener? I'm going to go through the floor. (laughs) With that said, keep at home. They still had to write the lesson plans for me. I just had to present them. Well, the more Um, labor, the more labor that the government can outsource to parents, I'm sure they'll take on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, save a bit of money, won't we? Exactly. Nice Gary. Nice Gary. So we've got given the COVID safety plan, right? You would have, I'm sure you would have read it because you're all over this kind of thing. Uh, Where (laughs) you've got to test, you've got to test your kids. Twice a week before you send them to school to make sure that everyone everyone's safe because apparently it's a safe space as long as you're testing everyone a couple of days a week. Hmm. So they sent home a couple of tests and said, "Look, come pick them up, test your kid." Uh, which, which and- can I ask, Reno? Do you find that's a little asinine considering that? Okay, you, you you do two tests a week, whatever. It could be five tests a week. It doesn't matter because. Isn't the whole thing you can take a test and then 10 minutes later walk out and touch someone and then catch it? Correct. So Spot what's on, the correct. fucking so, point of, like, you make it, make it, I tell you what, let's make it 50 tests a week, Green. I want 10 tests per, per child, yes, every Spot single on. school day, and we'll just yeah. fucking test them and test them and test them and test them. Guaranteed at one point in between those hour intervals of the testing, someone will, pop up. Someone will fucking get it and they right. will have like shared a sandwich or rubbed some fucking snotty nose kid in the face mm. or something at some point in the, in the, in the sand pit and then yeah. it'll be spread. What's the fucking difference? So mm. we, oh no, we, we require mandatory testing twice a week. This is just something so politicians can feel like they're, you know, in control, but they're not. Wait. Well, here's it's ridiculous. You got to you got to read the fine print. So yes. everyone, it seems like it's mandatory, but then you read the fine print, it turns out not mandatory at all. Not mandatory uh, at all. No, it's, well, it's actually voluntary. So we go up, we pick up our tests, and we're like, "Hey, man, we've got about a hundred bucks here. I can put on eBay, right? Because uh, we've got our freebies." So I'm sitting there, I'm going around the nursing home selling them for like thirty bucks a pop. <laughs> like I got four tests. You want, want four tests? I got four tests. <laughs> 
You want hey, some 30, 40? Check it out. And I've got a can of creamed corn with your name yeah. on it, Suze. Okay. Spot on. Yeah. Because there's a shortage in aged care. We need to sell them there. Yeah. Uh, but I'll take my freebies off the school to test my kid, right. and we're all good. Uh, can so I anyway, give you a story time, Greeno? I like in stories about pinatas. Because you, 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 the thing about you flogging things off at the old folks' home reminded me of a story. Back when I was doing a garbage run, and I reckon I would have been like 22 or 23 at the time, it would have been like 11 o'clock at night, pissing down rain, and I go to empty a bin and my heart broke because there was someone in there fishing out like the the out-of-date like little cans of food and stuff Oh no! from this uh, supermarket. And I'm like, yeah. look, and I, so I just hang, I hang back and I'm kind of there for like 10, 15, 20 minutes smoking a cigarette and now my day is getting away from me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of walk up to them like, hey, how you going? I'm very nice. They're like, oh, look, I just want to collect. I'm like, look, you know, take your time. I'll help you. And I grabbed a few fucking cans out for them. And then I'm like, all right, are you done? Are you good? All right, sweet. And I said, look, I come back around this time every night. So tomorrow, you know, if you can start a little earlier, that would be awesome. (laughs) Right? And I was that nice about it. This ritual kind of went on for like, I reckon, two weeks or three weeks, right? Wow. Yeah. And so every night, like getting held up, held up, and I feel bad, so I don't say anything. Yeah. And then one night I get there and I guess the, the bin scrimmager had a night off and there was this fucking security guard standing there on the dock, you know, mm. where, the, where the bin scrimmager would have been. Yeah. And I go, oh, hey. And he's like, how are you going? And I said, have you noticed the, the old lady who's in here? Like, you know, thing? and he's like, yeah, we had to get her to fuck off like this. And I go, <laughs> oh, wow, that's a little harsh. And he goes, oh, no, you don't know. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, she, there's like a, a fucking... $80,000 sports car that's parked around the corner there, that's hers. What she does, what she does is she comes in, she rifles through the fucking bin. I swear, hand on heart, this is a true story. Yeah. She comes in, she rifles through the bin and gets the stuff that the supermarket throws out that's out of date and then goes to the local old folks' home and sells it to them. No, Gary! Oh, 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 you people So let me tell you though, the next the next night I get down there and guess who's fucking waist deep in this dumpster? It's the fucking it's the it's our little entrepreneur friend. Load her into the back of the garbage trucks. Oh man, I pulled right up to the bin, high beams on, air horn, run, and I don't even get out of the truck and I yell out the window, "Get out of there, you fucking scab!" And you should have seen her run. Should have seen her run. It was like watching a gazelle gallop at the sound of a cracking rifle, yeah, you know? Wow. She was out of there and she never came back. So there you go. Well, I like story. stories about pinatas. Get out of here. Give, you. Yourself a, give yourself a nice Gary for fucking nice doing a civil service. Um, what's after I'm, nice, that? I'm, oh. nice to you. I'm nice to you until, you know, we discover you're a cunt. Yeah, and exactly. Then, if yeah. you're doing a cunny thing like that, it's like, I'm not going to yeah. be part of this. Fuck. Exactly. Fuck, 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 off. <laughs> fuck off and fuck off now. Uh, we're up to the test, weren't we? Yeah, so anyway, send the kid back. Kept, kept my son home from daycare an extra day. Forked out another hungie for that, mm-hmm. even though I've kept him home. I'm already down about a, a gorilla this year in daycare fees for mm-hmm. keeping him home for his own safety because of outbreaks there, but the government won't shut down the daycare because they still want the cash. It's a lot of sweet fucking taxation do-re-me on the, on the exactly. top of all of these little ch- childcare fees, isn't it, Greta? The, the good news it's is fucking money-making machine. Fucking, <laughs> that's going to come under work-related deduction other this year. Oh, every, nice, fucking stamp, every 
percent I've spent on daycare that my son hasn't gone, I'm putting it as a work-related deduction. This is horseshit. Thank you. Um, that, so man, you, can you back home? Thank you, Jesus, for making this my best friend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thank you very much. Nice, Gary. <laughs> All right, so with tax time, it's just around the corner, by the way. Uh, Let's get rocking and rolling on this get shit. Rocking yeah. the, the money I've wasted on daycare that I didn't see my son. Um, <laughs> So, so daughter goes back, send her back, get a get a day one. I'm like, look, everyone's gonna be safe. Everyone's done a test. We're yep. all good, right? Yep. Good to go. Got it. Send her back. Uh, we get uh, through day one. She comes home. She tells us about a new teacher. It's all exciting. Yep. She talks about her classmates. I'm like, excellent. This is fucking. This is the smile I want to see when when I saw her walk back in the door. Happy days. Positivity. Let's go. Exactly. I'm like, the poor thing's been stuck at home. We didn't do any fun shit. We did fun shit, but we didn't get to interact with many people during the school holidays because of, of the COVID shit. Yep. So I'm like, I didn't get to take it a whole bunch of things I wanted to do. But this smile that was on her face from hanging out with her friends. I'm like, this is like excellent. Happy days. Literally 9 a.m. the next morning, ding on my phone, school school positive case. We got one day. We got through one day of school before I get a ding going, hey, uh, turns out fucking cases at school. So this testing system's working. Testing system's working well, sir, because the testing was meant to be done before the kids went to school to make sure no one had the vid. Uh, Turns out kid had the vid on day one. Uh, we managed to get to another couple of days without it, thankfully. So fucking, there you go, one day. Jesus, what a hell I of a like story. stories about pinatas. And I said, you see, again, this is why hourly testing stamp mm. a lot of this shit out, Green. <laughs> we'll, exactly. we'll take all the... What if you had to go and pick up your kids and drop them off maybe two or three times a day? Now, that would yeah. be epic, wouldn't it? Look, we've had that a COVID outbreak, so for the next hour, this is a quarantine site until we clear everybody mm. out, and then we'll dehydrate it or do, do whatever we fucking do in there. We'll yeah. spray some shit around, safety foam, and then we'll bring all yeah. the little kitties back in. So if you could just be next to your phone, because your government app is going to tell you when your kids need to be handed back over to the teachers again. Spot on. Yeah, yeah safety first. Safety, safety first. first. Nice, um, Interesting dynamic, though, the fact that, safety. you know, no one can seem to buy any of these tests anywhere, mm. but we're getting handed a fistful to test our kids beforehand yeah. when they might not have any symptoms. Now, safety first. But the kids, even though we tested them, the kids still managed to bring something into the school. Yeah. You might want to rework that plan, dickhead. Mm. Um, <laughs> let's, do a, let's do a more important thing. Fuck the COVID. Let's, let's go to the important issues, sir. Yep. yep. I want to give you a sleeveless update. I like stories about pinatas. For those who are new, uh, Greeno has dedicated himself because he's a very driven man and a very ambitious Gotta man. Set goals, mate. Sets goals. He's that yeah. kind of a guy. So uh, he set a goal this this you know what what is it a month, Greeno? No, this holiday period. The holiday period. period. I leave. So yeah. a couple couple of weeks, two three weeks, something like that. Yeah, so, three weeks off, yeah. Three weeks. So he set a personal goal for the three weeks to wear nothing but sleeveless shirts and or tank tops and singlets for the three weeks. Nice, Gary. So how are, we, how are we tracking on that? So we're week one's down, correct? Week one's down, correct. Now, we got to the, uh, as you pointed out last week, it's a bit limited in what I can wear in inappropriate <laughs> settings, right? Yeah, so I, I've got, I went through all my dress sleeveless last week. Unless you're prepared to get the scissors out, then it's a different. Yeah, yeah exactly. How committed are you to this? And as you, as you pointed out, I can wear the, the footy jerseys if I roll the sleeves up. Correct. Still count. Correct. All good. But you'd probably uh, want to so- you'd probably want to make sure that the sleeve doesn't accidentally unroll. You know, they can do that when you're getting something from up high or whatever. So I would get a couple of clothes pegs, Greeno, and just to be safe. Peg the sleeve yeah. up at the shoulder, yeah. just so it mm. can't roll down the arms, and then head out that way. When you go down yeah. the shop, get your local groceries, what have you. Good call. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I like to it. To blend in. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
So get to the point of the week where I'm like, look, I'm out of dress sleeveless. Mm. Uh, Wait, you have I'm, dress sleeveless? A section well, one, in the wardrobe? Yeah, I've got, yeah, I've got regular smart sleeveless. Casual. I've got smart casual sleeveless and then I've got casual sleeveless. So, <laughs> do you have like a daytime sleeveless shirt and a nighttime sleeveless Because I, I want to see, do, I want to see the one o'clock, one a.m. Mm. Saturday night fever sleeveless, yeah. Greeno. I reckon it would the just be leather, <laughs> the leather yeah, vest. But with the shirt, with the shreds on the shoulders, mm, like not a clean, yeah, not yeah. a clean cut. I want to see it all nice and flowy back there. Spot on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm rummaging through. I'm freaking out because I got to do the I got to do the school drop off, right? And I'm rummaging. Gotta get the through. guns I'm, out. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm out of dress sleeveless. <laughs> gotta get the guns out. The bus zone. <laughs> I'm out of dress sleeveless and I can't wear sleeves. What the fuck's going on here? And I look and I'm like, oh. And, and the thing that was left that didn't need to be washed yeah. was my uh, 1994 uh, Orlando Magic Penny Hardaway jersey. Oh, nice, oh, scary. Yep. And so I put it on and I said to the wife, I'm like, look. Am, <laughs> 1994, am I the- mate. 1994. So you know, we, weren't, we weren't even fucking, you know. <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't employed then. <laughs> put it in that ballpark. Yeah. Still going so, to school. So the irony is you're now going to school in the same fucking same basketball shirt we you're wearing to wearing school. school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I said to the wife, I'm like, is this is this inappropriate gear for me to drop off my kid? Is this going to embarrass her? Right? I think if you have to ask if it's inappropriate, then it must yeah. be. Because and, like, and, how often would I, you, that come she, up? And, and I got that kind of like pause before the response. <laughs> And I knew my answer. I'm like, look, I get it. Okay. So I had to take, I had to fucking break my rule. I had to fucking put a, t- a t-shirt on. Shirtless, uh, Greeno. Did you consider yeah, the no, shirtless I, option? I, did, I didn't consider the shirtless because I thought that's more embarrassing. <laughs> nah. Uh, if, more, so, more so for the other males in the area when yeah. they see the shredded beach bod. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me, for them. Because they're like, this is what you should aspire to, fellas. No, nah, I reckon it's that- more... It'd be more embarrassing to wear, like, to squeeze into the fucking basketball shirt you used to wear when you were 14. I reckon that'd be more embarrassing because at least if you're shirtless, you're owning it. You know, it's like, I don't, look, it's sunny out. It would be best if it was raining and cold and <laughs> shitty and you're down there shirtless. No, I tell you what, just fucking transition into 1970s Australian Greeno. I want you to get yourself a Holden Kingswood and I yeah. want you to drop the kids off down <laughs> down at the school shirtless mm-hmm. with a small, like a teeny tiny pair of footy shorts on and a yeah. fucking pair of thongs, nice, mate. That's it. Out you go, little ones. All right, that'll fucking pick you up later on the Saturday. <laughs> what are you looking at, cunt? <laughs> you know, <laughs> give it a bit of 1970s Australian parentage. See how I that like goes it. down. Fucking we'll Try that next week. See, you don't know ah. nothing. You don't know nothing about fashion. I don't know nothing about parenting. We fucking fixed it. Nice, fixed it. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I finally, I have to cave. I'm like, I can't embarrass my little one. I can't do it to her. It's like day two mm. at school. She's got new friends, new class. I can't be that fucking guy. Man. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be that parent. At least give her fucking kindergarten before she regrets everything. Yeah, you know? like- exactly. <laughs> I don't want to hate daddy that early, right? So... So I put a T-shirt on. I, I fucking break. I already break my rule. Uh, I go for a week. I was like, happy days. I, I drop her off uh, and I look over and I'm like, what the fuck is going on over here? And I, sh- I shit you not, 
I see a dad dropping off a kid wearing a 1994 Shaquille O'Neal oh, Orlando Magic nice jersey. fucking Gary. I shit you not. I'm the like, same you're day. fucking kidding me. The exact same jersey I was did you do? Did on. you do the thing where you fucking hit yourself in the chest? Like, fucking come on, mate. Right there. Hit the badge, oh, screen No, I was Should have so got angry. his attention. You should have. I was so angry at myself because, mm. no, that would have worked if I was wearing my Penny Hardaway jersey. I would yeah. be like, fucking yes, nice, Gary. Yeah. But unfortunately, I pussied out. Yeah. You left, said, you left Shaq hanging, man. That's why they and didn't then, win the championship. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> Penny fucking left Shaq hanging. Penny made, Penny made Shaq do again. all the work. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> in my own kind of self-doubt of like, you can't wear a fucking Orlando Magic 1994 jersey to oh, school. Oh, yes, you fucking can. It's the exact same day some dude fucking rocked up wearing a Shaquille O'Neal 1994 Orlando Magic and, jersey. Yeah, and it's the it, the thing that makes it special is it's the Shaq fucking Magic shirt. It's not the Lakers yeah. shirt, you know? No, it was Orlando Magic the 1994. That, that guy's like, a proper fucking Magic fan, you know? <laughs> exactly. Only me and him would have gotten it. Yeah. We would have looked at each other. We would have gazed like it's star-crossed like, lovers. It's like, dude, we had, two, we had two good years when we had, like, yeah. Shaq, fucking Hardaway, DC3, Nick DC3, Anderson, yeah, fucking Horace on. Grant. Yeah. You yeah. had uh, a couple of guys fucking like the six man was the f- six man uh, MVP was the Magic player that year, but I can't fucking remember his name because he was a six man. Yeah. You know, so like they had a couple of good years and then Shaq went to LA and then it all just fucking mm. fell apart and never got really got back there ever again, did they? But exactly. Yeah. So that's uh, a special time for a magic fan. Like that's exactly. when it that's was the magic. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Nice uh, fucking so Gary. What a story. Nice, what a great story. Uh, which brings me to my next story before we go to a break. I like uh, stories about pinatas. Rapid fire stories tonight. Bro. Mm. Well done. As I did the intro, I was like, fucking, it's just story times, and then I'll shut up after this. <laughs> um, so uh, from there, it becomes holiday math, right? And we talked about this before. We talked about Christmas uh, grog math. Mm. There's also holiday grog math, okay. right? Yeah. So uh, the general rule is, you know, uh, when you're on, on holidays, mm-hmm. any kind of annual leave, the, the alcohol consumption can start at any point in the day. Yeah. And my general rule is I try and wait till at least after lunchtime to try and look semi-appropriate as an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes that rule has to be broken if this sport on the television. So I, I reckon take- I'm I'm like a 10 a.m. man when I'm on annual leave. Mm. I'm like 10, 10.30, like, yeah, because if I, I'm usually up at 6 or 7 anyway. Yeah, so it's kind of, yeah. Have some that. breakfast, have a coffee, have yeah. a couple of cigarettes, you know, potter yeah. around, and then 10, 10.30-ish, whenever it Crack starts em. getting warm, start cracking them. Yeah. 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 Getting in there. So so I had to take all this stuff into consideration on a Dan Murphy's run. Yeah. So I ducked on down to Dan Murphy's and worked out for at least the next week to make sure I'm covered six cases should do it. Right? Six, six cases for three weeks. So two no, cases. No, for, for week. the next week. For the next week. For one week. Yeah, for one week. Nice. Just to be safe. Nice, Six cartons. Six cartons. Then I realized uh, the wife doesn't want a mojito, so I better get some mojito mix. So I picked mm-hmm. that up. Uh, what does that set you back these days? I bet they're pricey little fuckers, aren't they? The mojito mix? Yeah. That wasn't too bad. It was like 25 bucks. Oh, okay. I would have I would have thought like Alco Pop taxes and whatever fucking no, 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 whatever no, no, money-grubbing no, thing the no, government's no, 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 doing sorry. on it. You know? Ta- take one step back. This is just uh, basically a flavor mix. So you still ah, got to buy, right. buy the liquor. You still got to buy the other stuff. Uh, so, okay. yeah, that's all separate. That's why it's only 20 bucks. Gotcha. So did that run, pulled the trolley up, and I look in front of me. And I, want, and I want to give this lady, this particular lady, she caught my eye. Mm-hmm. And it was not nothing about her looks. It was not about, it was what was in her trolley, sir. Okay. 
Now, you're, you're, are you a trolley snoop, a little bit of a cart snoop? Um, you like to take a little peek at what other people are buying? Or i got nothing better to do when I'm waiting in the line. So, yeah, really? I do look around. I'm like, oh, what's this guy got? Oh, that's all right. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> um, this lady had a case, and I, I repeat, a case of West Coast coolers. Oh, nice, Gary. Oh, Fucking Gary. flashback back in the day. So I'm like, hang on. I, I remember even as, as a young pup, like mm-hmm. West Coast coolers, for, well, how we put this to our American listeners? Think like really soft cock high school drinks that you drink. Well, they're wine so like, spritzers, aren't they? Aren't wine they spritzers, wine yeah, with lemonade much. in them, basically? Something like that. They're all they're about. Yeah. But it's kind of like a really soft drink, but you drink like you drink them as a teenager, yeah. kind of like a fun drink. West Coast coolers. And they come in a little bottle, like a. It's, they they were really geared. To be honest, they were really geared towards ladies. Like it was a girl Correct. drink, but it was a girl yeah. drink in like the late eighties. You know. Yeah. And where where it was fucking huge. Like, do you remember West Coast uh, commercials used to play on fucking television more often than VB ads when we were kids, Greeno? Oh, they were everywhere. 100%. That's why I got a flashback. And but the thing is, I only ever remember anyone buying six West Coast coolers ever at a time. Yeah, that's a good point. Because you only get a couple. This lady, she was having a good time. A case of it. She's in 2022 and she's like, I'm going to get a fucking slab of West Coast. You know what we need to do, Greeno? We need to next time. Next time we do like a lunch of champions, we should be getting pissed on West Coast wine coolers. West Coast coolers. Fucking count it in. Let's go to an ad. All right. Beautiful. (laughs) Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out.
now with less than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, Twitter, it's a thing. One of our favourite segments on the show, Greeno, is uh, Hero or Douchebag. Yeah. We, it's something that we like to revisit every now and then. Twitter, Twitter, it's a thing. Did you like it? No, nice, I, I, I do like it. I, I let it breathe this week instead yeah. of interrupting. That's, it had to breathe. be, yeah. I, I just had to, had to breathe. Like a, a souffle, bit. Greeno. Yeah. <laughs> the like, the smell of like beautiful fucking lamb basically filled the house during that little gag mm. there. That running, that's a running bit of my own. That's a little fucking sneaky one that I've been slipping into yeah. the show, Greeno. I've liked it. Each um, week, each week, the Twitter plug gets more subtle. So this Ooh. week, Twitter, what was it? Twitter? It's, it's a, a thing. thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Uh, before you get to your thing, you just mentioned a bit of food. I mm. whipped up something for dinner tonight. That uh, for some reason, uh, whenever I used to go on annual leave, we go on a holiday, I used to order Japanese all the time, right? Mm. So, I, but it's the only time I ever ate it any point in the year, just eat Japanese. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. So I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm going to have to find a Japanese recipe. And one, something that stuck in my head was Japanese fried chicken, right? Okay. Why, so what, how do they fry it any different to anyone else? Well, here's the thing. They marinate and soak the the inner chicken <laughs> for like days in advance. The inner chicken. What's that? Is that yeah, like, that's out of, no, I was just going to say that's out of very spiritual. No. Like, <laughs> they, they soak the inner chicken, you know, what, in their koi pond, Greener? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, the chicken inside in the, the water is Right. The so, stuffing. Uh, they, yeah, yeah exactly. well, the, the filling, like basically the chicken that is crumbed yeah. in like a fried chicken, right. uh, they marinate that chicken in advance. Okay. So it's got these beautiful Japanese flavors. It's got some sake, it's got some mirin, it's got soy sauce. What are Japanese flavors, internet? Like, do they have, They, I know they have some weird fruit and shit over there, don't they? Yeah, but I think mirin, sake, uh, mm. those are the two things. What's that mirin? Soy sauce. I don't know what mirin is. It's a Japanese thing. I don't know. Man. I just bought the ingredients, dude. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> is so, it like a herb or something? Or? No, it's like a liquid. It's kind of some uh, weird sauce that they put on raw fish to make it water. fucking consumable. It's, it's more. Yeah. It seems more like a, a vinegar. Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah, I like a good uh, vinegar. I'm, I'm a I'm a salt yeah. and vinegar on fucking hot chips, man, Greener. Yeah, that's always nice. Yeah, always just pure cool. vinegar. Yeah, and I'm like, no, fucking pour it on. Get it on there. You know, mm. let the chips fucking soak it up, Greeno, so they're nice and soggy in the vinegar <laughs> uh, and fucking I salt. I love too, it. Mate. No, you got to scale that back. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just hold the fucking chip packet, like, up above your head, Greeno, and let the vinegar drip into your mouth <laughs> as you're walking down the road, wringing the newspaper out. <laughs> Nice. Nice. So, but the thing is with this Japanese fried chicken is it take, it's like a three day process. Jim says Mirren is a rice wine. So you're putting there booze you in there. Okay. Yeah, there you go, rice wine. So we, need, uh, we need so, a rice we need a rice wine spritzer, Greedo. You made a nice <laughs> you mean a nice wine spritzer? No, a rice wine spritzer. Rice wine spritzer. Well, like oh, West rest, rest coast. Nice Gary. The rice nine white uh, white rest, wine rest, spritzer. Rest, yeah. 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 <laughs> Fantastic. So you've got to soak, got to soak the uh, the chicken in, in in this marinade for days in advance. Then you then you coat it with a, a, a particularly uh, a potato starch mm. and salt and pepper. How do you get and a potato you... starch? Do you have to do something to the potato to extract the starch? No, you just go buy it. Uh, so how do they get it though? I don't know. I guess they take the starch out of the potato. Well, so how do they do that? Why don't I haven't looked that up, mate? Oh. I'll save it for next week. Okay. 
Is BE in the chat? B. A little bit of homework, yeah, in the business. chat. Yeah. How do they get starch <laughs> out of the potato? And then how do they put it into a business shirt, Greeno? How do they turn it into like a flowery powder? Yeah. So <laughs> how, do they, how do they make me look good for my corporate meeting? <laughs> mm. All the way. The fucking so, Irish. They're geniuses, aren't they? Ah, oh, they find a way. They can do anything with a potato. Yeah. Uh, they can grow so they then, can grow food in literal just piles of shit and muck in Ireland. And then yeah. 300 years later, after the potato famine, Greeno, people are wearing potato starch business shirts yeah. to, to business uh, meetings, selling potatoes out of Ireland. And coating Japanese it. food. Yeah. So you've got to coat it. You've got to coat it in starch. Mm-hmm. You fry it once at a medium-high oil. Okay. And then you've got to let it, let it rest again. They set the toaster then, to three, medium brown. And then you had a second fry it to give an extra crispy outside edge. Ah. It was fucking, fucking delicious. Do you cool it off before you second fry, or do you? Uh, you do because you, you're doing your next batches. So you do doing batches, fridge. right? Okay. You're doing no, not in a fridge. You just kind of going like, hey, there's four pieces of the crumb, crumb chicken. Uh, fried it, put it on the the hot like the the paper towel, hmm. and then you do the next batch. And then once you've done all the batches, then you, you bring it back back one. And double fry it. What if you stuck it? Out. What if, like, what say, Greeno, you stuck it in the freezer for like, say, fucking six hours or something, then and then fried it again? What would that be like? Well, then you'd fuck up the chicken. Would you? You'd have some, you'd have some frozen nice. chicken in there. Yeah. No, it'd be terrible. Uh, long, long story short, chicken was fucking delicious and was, was worth the three, three days I spent making this stupid thing. Three days. Nice. One chicken. One chicken. One chicken. And you didn't even have to lop its head off or pluck its feathers or anything. You just bought it already prepped. Holidays and marinating and, yeah, doing a lot of other random shit. The amount of time it took me to go find potato starch. I had to go to 20 different, like, Chinese stores. Tell me about it. I think I could find it. It It must be hard to find because we still don't know how they get it out of the fucking potato screen. Nice, Gary. And into the business shirts. Uh, Sorry, you were selling hero douchebag. Hero douchebag. Yeah, fucking oath. Hero douchebag. Oh, that's on the screen. Douchebag for me. Uh, here you go. I thought this was a little hero douchebag. Kanye West allegedly spreading unfounded rumors. So, first of all, do you know what happened with Pete Davidson? Pete Davidson's now fucking Kanye's ex. Uh, yeah, so Kim Pete, Pete Davidson seems to, to be the perfect rebound guy for, for does, a lot of Hollywood he? ladies. He's had, uh, who's he had? He's had Kate Beckinsale. Yep. He's had Ariana uh, Grande. Kim- Ariana Grande, he's had Kim Kardashian and yep. someone else. That I can't remember. He's had a number of them. Um, a number of ladies. Now, yeah. uh, one of my favorite quotes is from a comedian, uh, Chrissy Ma, who's like, look, he may have a magical penis, but it's still attached to him. So I just don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, fair call. Funny bitch. <laughs> because, because I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. Well, I think what I think is funny about this story. So the story is Kanye West allegedly spreading unfounded rumors. Pete Davidson is gay and has AIDS, Greeno. Which is- nice, Gary. Now, the reason that I think this is funny is like, there aren't too petty. many people. So yes, petty. but be, the reason why it's petty, right? So there aren't too many people on planet Earth I wouldn't have thought that could like big dick Kanye when it comes to the pussy ranks. You know what I mean? Like how much pussy they get or how much pussy they can get or whatever. There's not many people who can do it. And so when somebody's done it, because he's he's now fucking like he's fucking his wife, basically. Like if you yeah. if you get a divorce and then like three weeks later or whatever it is or a month, it doesn't even matter. It's it could be a year later. There's still your mm-hmm. wife, you know, in your head in practice or whatever, you know. Yeah. So the first guy who's fucking your wife after you get a divorce is technically fucking your wife. I, that's the way I say it. It doesn't matter who that first guy yeah. is, right? Yeah. So 
He's fucking Kanye's wife. And it's like, what does a, this is a perfect like little snippet of man mentality. What does Kanye, the former kind of big dick alpha out there in the pussy ranks, Greeno, how does he react to being big dicked and alphaed in the pussy ranks by this guy fucking his wife? He just reverts back to 12 year old <laughs> and he starts Ooh. going, uh, whatever, you're gay and you've got AIDS. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. I don't care who you fucking man. I don't even like that girl. Anyway, you're gay and you've got AIDS. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. So well, I reckon he's a hero. Just show the in- insecurity of Kanye as well as general human. Like no matter how rich you are, no matter how famous you are, no matter how much pussy you're getting, because he's like he's knee deep in it. No matter what, yeah. uh, he, he's still gonna have that petty insecurity. Like. And what do you mean? Like, that good's fucking my wife? Fuck him. He's gay. He's got AIDS. I reckon it's fucking hilarious. That's very fucking funny. So in this instance, I'm going to give him a hero because I think it's it's funny enough to be a hero thing that – it's so uh, it's so petty. It's so in, in, insincere. It's so immature that it becomes fucking funny. It does. <laughs> so- and, and you know what? Credit to him because he could have done something like, oh, you know what? Pete Davidson's a racist. You know, he mm. hates black men. That's why he's fucking my wife. But he didn't. He didn't yeah. do that. No, he went even fucking like far, 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 far lower than that. <laughs> Just like no, yeah. he's gay and he's got AIDS. He's gay. He's got AIDS. Nice, AIDS. <laughs> There you yeah. go, here I'll dish back. You decide out there in the chat or in the podcast audience, what do you think? I don't know. Mm. I can't like douchebag. it. I'm with him. Wait, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm do you want to get do you want to do a hero douchebag back to back? Yeah, why not? If we've got another one. All right. Well, I'm I'm just gonna put fold this into the hero or douchebag category group. Oh, see, no, I was gonna ch- I was gonna put this into a new segment. Oh, you wanna do a segment? All right, let's do a fucking segment. Yes, yes. Do a segment on this. this is on the back. I'll, I'll do a quick Ash Buddy stat man before we get to this okay. one to give us some content. So congratulations to Ash Barty, who won the Australian Open uh, uh, earlier in the week. Set an all-time record, the most watched ever uh, Australian Open women's final, sorry, any women's final in Australia. Set a record that was $3.9 million, million viewer average uh, throughout the course of the match. So uh, amazing. Uh, So she's the the first Australian to win the Australian Open. 41 years. 44, 44, is it? 44, yeah. Yvonne Uh, Gulagong Corley was the last one, was she? No, it was some random chick that I'd never heard of. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, She didn't lose a set all tournament. That's the first since 2000 when Lindsay Davenport did it. Oh, fucking remember Lindsay Davenport. So she... Yes, the man child. She was huge, but she was like the white Serena Williams of her age, Ooh. but she wasn't as good as Serena is or was. She was a very good player, though. She was very good, but the difference yeah. like with Lindsay Davenport was she would she was a bit more kind of like kind of lumbering than Serena yeah. is, right? Serena and she wasn't she wasn't as powerful as Serena, but at the same time none of the other female players were as powerful as they are now when Lindsay was very good. So you Correct. know what I mean? The whole standard's gone up. But yeah, unlike Serena was like dominant for like fucking 20 years, basically. And yeah. Lindsay Davenport, I reckon she had like one or two just really good years when she was practically unbeatable. And it wasn't it like when she was like 31 or 32 or something. It's just like all of a sudden she got really 
dominated everything. Is that the way you remember it? That's the kind of way uh, I remember I remember she was dominant for a bit and then she went away. I think she may have started a family and then she came back and she kind of just was like, hey, I'm going to do this for fun and relaxed and, yeah, played some really good tennis again. And then and she won a couple of Grand Slams because she was always yeah, the one that would lose in the semis kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are thereabouts. Because I remember so, yeah. she played in an era with, like, Monica Sellis, Steffi Graf, fucking, mm. you know, some really good players. So. Uh, Martina, Martina Hingis. Martina Hingis, yep. Yeah, forget about Hingis because she retired so she, young. She's a three-time Australian Open champ. I only realised that when Barty was walking down the t- uh, Tunnel of Champions. Yeah, and, like, well, and she did it. Wow. Yeah, and she did it when she was like nineteen and stuff, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, the Swiss Miss. The Swiss Miss. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, she's quite young, uh, seventeen, eighteen. And then she and quit then, and started a family and was a happy mum. I uh, know she quit. Got, no, she got busted with coke. Oh, nice. Fucking Gary. I like nice, her even more Gary. now. What are you talking and then, about? And then came back, yeah, after that. She got busted um, with but, cocaine. So the Swiss Miss, the little fucking innocent little tennis star who won everyone's hearts when she was like a mm. fucking teenager winning tournaments and stuff, turns out she was just a massive fucking coke fiend. Nice, <laughs> Hitting the clubs, doing the Kimi Raikkonen styles. Exactly. Well, and as a, a 13 or 14 year old boy, when the Swiss Miss was at her peak, yep. she was quite cute as well. She's so, a bit cute. She had a yeah, cute. So, I mean, in, in, in tennis terms. In tennis terms, Green had a bit of a crush on her because we used to watch, we used to fucking watch a crazy amount of tennis, I realized, right. when I was reflecting back to this heyday. We were talking with BE a couple of weeks back. Yep. And I'm like, we watched a lot because we watched a lot. Of, we watched women's tennis, watch men. We had any kind of tennis that was there because it was For some reason. Men because you watched. It, well, because it was the only sport that was on TV at the time. Mm. If it, like if it had been tennis versus rugby league, we would watch rugby league. Tennis versus cricket, yeah, we would have watched cricket. If tennis was the only thing on, because we were both just fucking sports mad our whole lives sports growing mad up. And it's on, true. Whatever sports on, it's like yeah, we'll watch it and we'll fucking stay yeah. up till six in the morning watching it. You know, if it's <laughs> Wimbledon or something, and not give a fuck. Doesn't matter. But, so yeah. So Martina Hingis. Yeah, she was kind of cute in tennis terms, but she was also, Greeno, a couple of years before one Anna Kornikova arrived. Obviously. Exactly, yeah. And then she cool. changed everything after that. Yeah, it was a whole new ball game after whole that. Whole new game. ball game. Whole yeah, new, all of a sudden, all of yeah. all of a sudden, all of the moderately attractive tennis players looked fucking ugly compared <laughs> because and, and she didn't win a fucking thing either. She didn't yeah. she fuck off, get married to Freddie Prince Jr. and the rest is history. <laughs> Close Enrique Iglesias. Enrique Iglesias. I don't know. They nice, all look the same to me. <laughs> uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Finally got married to Buffy. Sarah Michelle Gellar. That's right. I, I get these people, celebrities mixed up because I, I, you know, it's not like they all look the same to me or anything. It's like I don't know who these fucking people are. They're just names. They're just celebrity fucking names. I don't remember them. I don't know what they do. Don't know what they were in. It's just not something I concern myself with. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> going back to Batman. <laughs> Yeah, all no, good. No, <laughs> good one, mate. Uh, but opening the kimono, the uh, whole audio dropped out there for about 25 seconds. I know, and I was covering, and so we did uh, well. Open the kimono there, Greeno, because I just I was I kept talking until I thought, like, has this been long enough for him to come back? Has he come back yet? And then I'm like, all right, I'm going for it. And then when you jump off that ledge, Greeno, and you don't know the other person is back or not, yeah. then it's, it's a terrifying feeling. But then you, you were back, but you were like, all good. <laughs> That's all I got. So that was a fucking nice game. Nice game. The highs and lows uh, of doing a shitty podcast was, that's popular in Vietnam. Chris, Chris O'Neill was the last Australian's Open uh, winner. Chris the, the, O'Neill. Yeah. There you go. Like I said, someone no one knows. Now, she's in the Central Tournament. We always talk about that. She's also the only active player to have won on all services with S- Serena and uh, Rafa, Djokovic, and Federer. Is that right? 
So Barty's in pretty elite company there. Only played a one on a grand slam on all surfaces with those four people. Wait, uh, so she's won people. the French, she's won Wimbledon, she's won US Open, has she? Oh no. I know Australian. Yeah, because uh, Australian and US Open are the same, hard courts, right? Hard courts, yeah. And she came back from 5-1 down in the second set to win. Uh, she looked completely lost. I'm like, oh, let's just go to the third set. It's fine. Yeah. And then she came back and won from 5-1 down. In yeah, the what happened set. there? It's just like she turned on the switch and said, okay, that's enough. I'm just going to win it now, you know? Well, I think what happened is, yeah, the, the opponent started to like, try and fire up the crowd, do a bit of Leighton Hewitt-style stuff. Oh, and that, come and that on! Fired, no, but that fired up her opponent, right? And she got all pumped up. And then Barty broke back in one game, and then she got quiet. She and it's collapsed. Like, and then Barty's like, well, she's got the mind of the champion. She's like, well, yeah, here's my chance. Put the foot on the throat. Uh, Let's go. And then she's just like, bang, 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 one, one fucking six straight games. Yep. Went to a tiebreak and won the tiebreak for the easy. So, well done to Ash. Give her a fucking nice, nice carry. Nice carry. Which brings us to uh, the new segment that, that I'd like to refer to as lighten up cunt. <laughs> lighten up cunt. Lighten up cunt. Okay. Because we saw this <laughs> now, uh, hell of a segment idea. I wish yeah, we had have covered this in pre-show. Pre-show. That's what we should probably do pre-show because yeah. we've got a new segment called Lighten Up Cunt. Lighten Up Cunt. Um, okay. Yeah. Because, I'm, I'm, um, I'll be able to sell the sponsors on this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So what happened is that they, you know what happens with uh, any sports star they get dragged around the fucking the networks right. and especially this Australian thing so she got jumbled up there with the the Channel Nine morons mm. and they're like hey Ash we've got some beers for you like crack a beer at the end of the interview blah 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 it trying to make it fuck. more it's Australia it's the Australia she's an Australian girl at the Australian Open she just won the Australian Open hand her a fucking Australian beer and let's get on with it well here's the problem yeah. now they didn't hand her Australian beer they gave her two options they gave the option of Peroni. Or Coronas. Mm. And I'm like, what the fuck, mate? Hand her a fucking dirty VB, eh? Give her an Australian fucking beer. Now, that was the only problem I had with it. Like, new. I want Scott Morrison to walk out with a carton of Tui's new, right? Ooh. And you know how you do that move where wow. you keep holding the carton and you open the top of the box and kind of wiggle one out of one yeah. of the six packs? I want him to walk out there with a semi-fucking cold. It's not even chilled. It's yeah. just kind of like been in the cool room at the liquor store. Mm. Walk out there with the carton, open the carton and hand it, put a fucking Tui's new in her hand. Otherwise, Scott really Morrison, fine. you hate Australia. No, exactly. Un-Australian. Un-Australian. Uh, <laughs> but that's the only thing I took from it. It was very cringe. It was like, hey, we're going to try and make it Set relatable. We've yeah. got some beers for you, blah, blah, blah. And she felt a bit awkward yeah. and it was all very awkward. But the thing I found most awkward was that no Aussie beers. It was yeah. weird fucking beers. No one wants to drink fucking it. Unacceptable. Then, Unacceptable, Greeno. That should not be allowed. Fuck that. So what? Well, are these two beer sponsors like are these two beer uh, companies sponsoring or sponsors, something? I, I guarantee they're both. Why sponsors. isn't why isn't an Australian beer company sponsoring the fucking Australian Open? What's wrong with us? What are we doing? <laughs> But I guess it's got it's a global thing, and you know the the Coronas. And oh the fuck off! And it, it's not a global thing. An Australian just won the Australian Open. Fuck the rest of them. <laughs> it's it's our day. Fuck Which it. Which brings us then to yeah. fucking lighten up, cunt. Lighten up, cunt. Uh, nice, Gary. With all that, someone managed to take umbrage with with the beer thing, right. not because of the beer of choice. But for some other reason, let's have a look. Okay. Former Australian Idol host James Matheson. Remember James Matheson? He was on Channel V, Greeno. Channel V. He won, he won a reality contest yes, to get right. on Channel V as a VJ. Oh, that's right. You know what? You know, During the ad break, we're going to have to look up his audition tape for the reality show. 
mm. and see how things have changed. <laughs> Former Australian yeah. Idol host James Matheson slams Ash Barty beer stunt after Australian Open win. Uh, former Australian one, Idol host. One second. So James Matheson doesn't have a current job. James Matheson has not been in the media landscape for the better part of, what, four or five years? Uh, a little bit longer maybe, and I think he had like a kind of a role on, what was it, like a kind of a game showy kind of thing? Be a game show or one of those stupid morning shows like The Circle yeah, or, or yeah. whatever the 10 one of the, is. Yeah, one of the Channel 10 ones maybe. Yeah, one of the 10 morning bullshit shows that, that no one nobody watches. watched. Yeah. yeah, he would have had a, a, a segment where they got to plug like 20 minutes out yeah. of the three hours every day they've got to create. And there's only like, someone to, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair to the channel 10 fucking breakfast crew, they never had a yeah. chance. It was always doomed to fail because the, 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 the breakfast TV market free to air in this country is one. It's like Woolworths and Coles, Greeno. Yeah. It's 100% a duopoly and it's sunrise and today. And they, they just exchange, they, they, you know, they, they go past each other, what, a couple of times a year usually for, like, who's the higher rating, and it's just yeah, between the two. Out. And then Channel 10 shows up with the guy who hates uh, people celebrating with beer, apparently. Mm. Uh, you know, and they're like, hey, we're going to do a morning show too. And everyone was like, oh, <laughs> okay. And then they just turn right. back to the television and continued watching whatever one they watch. Nice, Gary! So it was never going to work out for them. Former Australian Idol host James Matheson has faced backlash. I love backlash, Greeno. Fucking backlash about a fucking comment. Jesus Christ. <laughs> After calling out Channel 9 for its Ash Barty beer stunt following her epic Australian Open victory, Barty sent tennis fans wild when she got stuck into a corona live on it. Sent tennis no, no, fans no, 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 no. wild. No one went fucking wild about her drinking a fucking beer Did live. Tennis fans went wild. But the news said she. Open. The news said everyone went wild, Greeno. I watched it. It was fucking cringe. It, no one went wild. Everyone awkwardly looked and like, oh, cheer, get some cheer. It was fucking embarrassing. The three-time Grand Slam champion, 25. She's only 25. Yeah. I keep I keep thinking she's older because it's she's like been around forever because she was a gun when she was like 19 and stuff, wasn't she? Yeah, then she had a break, went and played cricket for a while yeah. and then came back to tennis. That, yeah, that's the crazy thing about our, our chicks. Like, I rag on uh, chick sport fucking mercilessly, and, you know, rightfully so. But to give them credit, the Aussie chicks are crazy. Like, um, who's which one is it that plays for the cricket team and the football team? Uh, Elise Perry. <laughs> Elise Perry, of course. So she, yeah. she's like the best player in both sports, you know, mm. like the internationally. And then Ash Barty, like, you know what? She, you know, one day she's going to win three Grand Slams and be world number one. But a few years ago, she's like, nah, you know what? I might just play cricket or something. <laughs> Whatever. You know, lash. she was probably pretty fucking good at that too. You know, so it's just nice Gary. Nice, she was, yeah. Gary. <laughs> 25, encouraged the rest of the panel, which included close friend and former doubles partner, Casey Della, uh, Delacqua. I remember that name. And ex-tennis, uh, Alicia Mollick. I remember her too. Was, yeah. yeah, that's right. The blonde chick. Yeah. Uh, to have a cold drink with her. Oh, okay. Now, once again, let's let's. I'm going to dissect that paragraph for you. Please. What actually happened is the host, James Bracey, forced her like to have a beer, right? And <laughs> poured she's it like, down well, her throat. <laughs> Shut up and drink it, you bitch. He's like, oh, you know, we need to celebrate with a beer. So we bought out like this fucking crate of beers. <laughs> and then she's like, well, I'm not going to fucking drink alone. Like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. So, so girls so walk in, her, free she piss. Asked friends, <laughs> she asked her friends, like, hey, we'll have a cheers. Yeah. That's apparently her encouraging her, her friends to have a drink with her. Oh, mate. Nice, Gary. Ooh, me. Uh, early in the tournament, she had vowed to hold off enjoying a lager until after the final. Well, she stuck to her she promise, did. didn't she? Ah. 
So that's uh, uh, well, great. So give her one then. What's the problem? Fans yeah. loved her quote, very Aussie response to the extraordinary. Who are we quoting here, incidentally? When they <laughs> like, who are who are they? A true? So they put in quotations, very Aussie. Okay, fans, 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 fans yeah. loved her quote, very Aussie response. Don't we have Cheryl to- from the office? Yeah, I guess. All right. So I just- this from a star- is this from a staff writer? Oh, look, it's probably it a copy like past uh, yeah. Response to the extraordinary win, but Matheson claimed the moment was an example of Channel Channel 9. <laughs> okay, oh, fucking hot takes, Greeno. Nice! How about hot takes on this cunt? Hey? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. So he, he got angry because he said it was an example of Channel 9, quote, glorifying alcohol. Nice, <laughs> So, once again, uh, has, has he not ever watched an F1 race? You are he- in Australia, James. <laughs> Hello. Well, let's, Hello. Let's, just go to, let's just go to any sport. So, uh, <laughs> has he never seen a champagne celebration? Has he never seen any other sports star at the end of a grand final having a sip of a beer? Once again, I go back to the segment name, lighten up, cunt. It's, it's, he's making out like she was doing beer bongs with a bottle of whiskey, Greta. <laughs> just like no, standing in a kiddie pool with ice in it, sculling whiskey. She was sitting there at the front of my kid's primary school going, six-pack, six-pack, want a six-pack? Arnie <laughs> Ash has got a six-pack. Nice, Gary. She was doing that thing. I forget the name of it. Have you seen that thing, Greeno, where they hang the fucking the wine bladder out of the box, you know, box yes, wine? Oh, on hang the it from the clothesline. The clothesline yes. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if they brought out a little portable clothesline. All right, let's celebrate this the fucking Aussie chick way. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, fucking brilliant. What a toss pot. Yeah, right? <laughs> there's a reason that fucker hasn't had a job in the better part of the last decade. Well, he seems very unlikable, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Good story, Bruno. Nice, Gary. That's, that's time for an ad break as we end, end this beautiful new segment, Lighten Up Cup. Are we doing an ad break? Have we already done one break? We're going to do another yeah, break. We're already? Done, we're going to add ad break too. We'll come oh, back. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police-stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? What's wrong with you? 
<laughs> well, I mean, you have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do that. You just, you just do it the hat. <laughs> so you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate oh, come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yes, back in the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, Damo, mm. big week, big week for the show this week. We had mm. some had some exciting news earlier in the week when uh, Greeno realised that fucking Weird Science, the TV show, Weird Science is now, flashbacks, is, is now free to air no, on stream. Uh, very, very excited with that. The news. Vanessa now, Angel is, version, of course, Greeno. Correct, mm. sir. There, and I went back. I'm, I'm now. I didn't first. I didn't realise that show went for five seasons. Believe Weird me. Science, doo <laughs> Um, five seasons, we, really? Five seasons, eighty-eight episodes in all. Uh, all in the back catalog. In the back catalog there. Wow. So I'm now I'm fourteen episodes in. And how bad is it? <laughs> it's, it's it actually is not as bad as I thought I was expecting. Oh, wow. Now it's it's worse. It's worse than what I remember. Take the rose-colored glasses off, my no, friend. I know. <laughs> I was expecting the worst. I mean, this show is going to be fucking murdered. Yeah. Uh, but I, I put it on and I've been watching it like as I'm going to bed, like so I can fall asleep. And the wife normally doesn't like the shows I put on. And she's been watching. She's like, the show's pretty fucking stupid, but at the same time, pretty funny. And I'm like, it really is, isn't it? Because it was innocent, innocent, dumb 90s innocent, humor. Innocent, dumb 90s humor. So I'm like, was Scott Wolf oh, in that or just a kid that looks like him? Just a kid that looks like him. Uh, <laughs> Ma- Michael Masseretti, I believe Michael his name Masseretti, is. you're a fucking oh, genius. Gary. You're a genius when it comes to references. Yeah. So <laughs> we're watching that. So it was a fucking big day for the show. I'm like so excited. I was like, weird fucking science is back on. Fantastic. Uh, hey, I've got a little yes. something too before we go like too far uh, down the road here, Greener. Cause just because yeah. we were talking about it, um, you know, this is how Ash Barty should have celebrated the Australian Open win. Now, the, the the bag of wine is colloquial. Uh, I can never pronounce that word properly. Colloquial. Colloquially. Colloquially. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a tongue twister for me. Um, it, locally, <laughs> it's referred <Yeah>. to <laughs> as a goon bag. So what they mm. call this, this is called uh, goon of fortune. So you okay. you stand around the 
the clothesline, right? And you tie a goon bag to the clothesline and you spin the clothesline and whoever it, it finishes up in front of, they have to drink out of it standing there. So, okay, so... Now, what, is the, what is the general... Well, firstly, they're meant to be standing still, correct? Yeah, you're supposed to be standing still. They haven't started yet, but this is... Oh, okay, she's just said it up. Now, my question well, is, how much, are you, how much are you meant to sip out of said goon bag on the goon bag of doom? I think you've got to take a good kind of few seconds swigs on it, I think. Is there a timer on it, or is it just kind of like, I can honestly, on the system... And what's going on there? Can it's a fucking, it's together? a party. It's an old person's, it's an old people's party, Greener. It's the kind of parties we go to now, except we why don't, people, we don't break the out the necking? goon bag. Why are the people necking in the left-hand corner? Well, because they're having a good time. So she's got a sash on, so maybe she's getting married or something. I think, I think this is a hen's night is my guess. But no, there's guy. the guys are there, the partner's there. So maybe it's a hen's, no, you know how people do the combined one now? It's a brave new world, mate. You can you can yeah. have heads and ugly blokes these days. Yeah, let's wait for old man to get his dick out. That's what's going to happen. That's right. Get your get your husband a male stripper for the night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, come on, let's have a look here. All right, so family. Now I like this guy's approach here because he's got the Canadian club tinny in his hand as he's going up, stepping up to play goon of fortune greener. I like it. So I like he's it. he's he wants he's like I don't want to be standing there dry for the next ten minutes. I want to have well, something for in between when I get. Well, that's to drink. the thing. If, if you're at a party, you've always got to have a drink in your hand, regardless, irrespective of whether you're playing Goon Bag of Doom. Yes. Uh, so because what what could happen is he he could be sitting there for 12, 13 minutes without a drink in hand, oh, and suddenly he, he could miss out on his opportunities. He's got to step away to grab a drink. So he's come prepared. <laughs> this is the only this man here that's circling. If we need the uh, the cricket, kind of like. Mark Taylor circle to go, oh, this man here. <laughs> he needs to move a little bit out of position. He needs to move closer to his left yeah, because he's crowding that, his right-hand side. You make a very good point here. If we can critique the Goombag of Doom stance here, yeah. and I, I know they're not in their final positions yet. The, right. the, couple, <laughs> the couple in the bottom left-hand corner that we're necking uh, are way too close together. They they need to be uh, further apart to maximise their chances of getting good back, dude. Now we've got old duck here in the bag, baggy pants and the grey hair. Yeah. Uh, she's got prime position. She'd be the, I reckon she's the, she's the matriarch of the family, Greeno. Mm. This is this is the this is the mum. It's her house. I reckon these are like the kids and the the partners, and then the kids of the kids. And this this is the kind of arrangement we're seeing here. I think. Correct. And yeah. She- now the other thing I'll take away from this before we play the video mm. is there's a lot of men dressed with no sleeves, and I'm, right. I'm 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 feeling nice their aura. Nice, Gary. Aura. Well done, sir. Nice, Gary. Now I do want to quickly make mention here. Now this is an important one for because I see Victor von Schroom in the chat, Greener, and ah, I know Victor. Victor Victor's in the chat, and I know sometimes Kitty B might listen to like a replay or whatever. So this one is for you guys because Victor and Kitty are the best lol cow herders like on the internet, right? They're the best kind of underground finders of these lol cows that have ever existed. So I think I might have stumbled onto one purely. I don't know anything about this channel, Victor, but look at this, okay? It, this, this, the video is called Guna Fortune. It's got 302 views. It was uploaded by someone named OnlyTube. And the, there's one comment on this video, Greeno, and it's from the guy who uploaded it, and it's, <laughs> wow, mum, seriously? <laughs> nice, Gary! So I've got a feeling that this only two... Old duck in the middle. Only two. Well, it could be any one of them. No, because the video is called... Hang on. The video is called Guna Fortune, but the description is Jean's 40th at home. 
And then he wrote, wow, mum, seriously, I think this might be son of Gene, who's, who's celebrating yeah, what the what 40th. I'm yeah, what I'm thinking is Gene is the old duck in the middle with, with the... No, the no, no, no. Pants. I don't think that's Gene. I think Gene is the one with the sash around her. I reckon she's that's not 40, the 40th. There's reckon, no way she's 40. But she's the only one with a sash and it's it's her birthday. It's oh, a 40th fair, birthday. Fair cool. Can we zoom in on the lady with the sash? Uh, no, I don't think I can. Because these people, can... for the most part, seem younger than 40, is my guess. Hang on. No, I can't really do YouTube zooming. It's, it's kind of fucked up. Oh, well, that, that makes the people necking in the fucking bottom left-hand corner yeah. even more creepy. Oh, the happy couple. birthday, right? Yeah. The happy couple bottom. <laughs> like, if you're rocking up to a 40th and you're like, hey, we're going to make out like teenagers in the corner awkwardly, yeah. Yeah. people watch us while we're waiting for the goon bag of doom. That's all right. They're fucking... Something's not right with those two people. <laughs> uh, let's continue with the video. You're not driving. You're not driving. You can drink. <laughs> hey? See, this is the, like, this isn't a rarity, this, I don't think. This is a fairly common kind of, you know, you would, you would be, I reckon you would find this in 100 backyards in Western Sydney on any given weekend, I think, Greeno. Do you reckon that's You're a fair statement? Yeah. Uh, like, think about how many people live out here, but like two and a half million. You can't tell me yeah, that a hundred families aren't doing it in, in two and a half million people because it's a very Aussie thing to do. Just well, stand around and sink cheap piss. Yeah. Just by myself. <laughs> Yeah, they're asking very good questions there. Someone said, how long do we have to drink for? That was my question. Yes. Got to get the technicalities now, out of the way. Now, you've got the young bird over here who's got a phone filming everything awkwardly. Well, she no, see, she's yeah, she's the youngest of the group, clearly, and in she knows what, what you know, the modern age of the internet means, Greener. She's not fucking participating in the goon bag ritual. All no. the older people are. So she Correct. stands off to the side as the young one. I reckon she looks like 20 or something. She's off yeah. to the side as the young one and, like, just filming everyone else doing it. Fucking nice yeah. Gary nice for that. Nice Gary! <laughs> Gary and, and now we've zoomed in a little bit more. Now I realise the lady with the sash, definitely 40. Definitely 40. You're right. <laughs> Yeah. Definitive evidence, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. We're a bit closer now. Now she looks 40. All right. Is she going for a skull? Let's have a look. Let's see. Yeah, look, 40. It's got 40 written on it. Okay. There we go. I'm going to be honest here, Greeno. Dick move. You <laughs> Kind of a weak skull, I would have thought. Just kind of dribbled out. See, look, in her defense, that she drank a bit of it. I'm not going to give her a dick move. I'm going to give her no run. No run. No we run. need to get that on the soundboard. We need, definitely need that on the soundboard. Yeah, and oh, uh, you can't. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. Now, yeah, so it's not quite a dick move. That's a no run. She could have could have enjoyed that a bit more. Uh, yeah, a bit of dribble on the side. If you're going to drink that little, you have to make sure you're getting it all in your mouth. Yeah. I like Just this guy all. here with the blue uh, shirt and that little ba uh, baseball cap on Greener. He puts his name on his shirt. That's nice. nice Look, Lee. Gary. Lee. Lee. Look at that. <laughs> Give yourself a dick. Dick move. You dick. Oh, dad jokes. I love them. Always have. Lee, there you go. See, if because uh, I'm the kind of Greeno knows me very well. 
if I went to like a, a friend of a friend's kind of barbecue thing and this like this group of people were here, I'd be I'm I'm a pleasant person. Like I have conversation, I I fucking crack jokes, you know, I'm like good company, I think. And um if but if I saw this guy wearing a shirt with Lee written on it, I I would call him Lee for the rest of the my Lee, time. For the there. rest of the night. Yeah. <laughs> just and he'd be like, actually my name's Daryl. I'm like, no worries, yeah. Lee. You know, just because well, that, it'd be a cunt like that. And he'd he'd probably well, that, end up no, throwing well, me in the pool or something. That's not even a current thing. That's something we used to do at parties back <laughs> in the day. We did. A step back in time. Step but back we would just time. name people random. <laughs> just pick, pick someone out and just like, pick oh, out. it wasn't malicious or anything. It was like, we no, love you, man. So uh, I remember a story time where one of our friends was trying to woo a lady and she happened to have red hair. Yep. So we just nicknamed her Red for the better part That's of right. the next like three years yep. while our friend was trying to woo her. Uh, and she got very annoyed with we refused to call her by her name. No, because yeah, you're red. That's what we remember yeah. you as. Like, you had red know. hair, so we called you red. Yeah. So <laughs> my name's Sue. It doesn't matter. Fucking your name's red. And, also, um, there was a yeah. old mate. Remember old mate? Uh, I forget whose mate he was. I think you guys, I think he must have been one of like your school's crowd, one of your school's guys. So he was a black guy. And he wore, I think we're at the races, and he wore like a mustard fucking suit. So he looked he looked so much more suave than anyone else there. It was ridiculous because mm. he was like a very black guy wearing this like kind of light tanned kind of mustardy suit. And he <laughs> yeah. fucking pulled it off, man. Yeah, and so yeah. we was we just started calling him sexual chocolate like the minute he walked he fucking he was no, la- laughing his was, ass off. Uh, that was a guy named Div off memory. Div, that's right. Yes, big yeah. Div. Big Divvy. Big Div. And so we were yeah. saying to the, like we were hooking him up and we we're going up yeah. to girls and going, Have you you've got to meet our friend fucking gotta, sexual chocolate? Sexual chocolate. Have a yeah. look at this cat. <laughs> and he would saunter up in this fucking mustard suit at the racist mm. ladies he gone. <laughs> like he was a sexual fucking chocolate. sexual chocolate. Nice, Gary. So that, for, for, for the next year. You know, three years that we could continue with that dude, sexual chocolate. Yeah. There was also uh, the lady at band practice that we uh, affectionately nicknamed Box. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Gary. I forgot about the box. Oh, how could I forget about the box? Okay. Tell us about the box. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting scenario because this was basically a uh, communal groupie. <laughs> Who would hang around uh, a a, uh, a band practice facility and and seem to be fans of, of many different bands? That's fine. All That's the bands. She doing. loved all the bands. Apparently, all the bands. <laughs> very very good. But the problem is, she'd sit she'd sit there with her legs kind of like half open with no yeah. underwear. Yeah, and you can kind of see everything. Yeah, hence box. she was in the box. No. <laughs> Back to the point of the oh. Lee shirt, we went off, went off on a tangent there. This guy would be named Lee. You can't Lee. tell those kinds of stories, Greeno, because you know why? Because now tomorrow when I'm doing my show, your innocent story, people are going to b- bombard me and they're going to say, Books, <laughs> did you fuck Box? Nice, Gary. <laughs> and no, I did not fuck Box. No, you didn't. Because uh, Box None was interested in... Box. No, Box was interested in the lead singer who had yeah. a girlfriend at the time. That's right. <laughs> Box was chasing Greeno. Box was definitely chasing Greener, and there was kind of that good angel, bad angel kind of situation happening. Greener was like, well. Should you go after Box? I think we all advocated uh, at the time probably going after Box, but you did. Yeah, you, you decided. Greener did the right thing. I listened to the good angel, and I didn't. Yeah. So, well, because we were like, it's not our fucking life. To, you know? <laughs> we just want the story. <laughs> nice, and- Gary. 
fun, fun fact, she then ended up dating the the guy that produced our EP. She did. That's and then I, and then we had And to, we told and, him that we called her box. Story, and he's like, Alan, that's my girlfriend. So we, we had this awkward moment where we were like, yep. dude, we your girlfriend nickname is Box. Yeah, we've hired we've hired him to make yeah. our music sound good, and we're sitting here mm. saying how we make jokes about his girlfriend and call it <laughs> and nickname her Box because she shows her pussy to everyone unintentionally. <laughs> He's like, so we're we, like, you better do a fucking good job, man. We're paying uh, for this. <laughs> I wonder why we didn't make it. I yeah, wonder I why we didn't make it. Uh, no, they just didn't get us, Greeno. They wouldn't let us in. <laughs> <laughs> they were gatekeeping us, weren't they? Fuckers. <laughs> Hold this back. Where, where the fuck are we up to on this show? I, don't know. I like stories about pinatas. Uh, have to get another bag of doom, or what are we doing? Oh, we're still doing the bag of goon, or have we? Have no, we we're not that run its we've, course. Yeah, yeah we've, we've tapped that bastard dry. This is the oh, hang on. Let me let me let me put uh, the link in the chat though, just for Victor, because, like I said, I I don't really do the the lol cow thing, but. And if you've already seen this one, I haven't investigated the channel whatsoever, but purely because this video was uploaded, it's called Goon of Fortune. The description is Jean's 40th at home, and there's only one comment, and it's from the guy who uploaded it, and it says, wow, mum, seriously? That might be worth further investigation, Greeno. Maybe he's got a bunch <laughs> of fucking videos uploaded, embarrassing family videos that nobody knows about. He's, he's only got 32 subscribers. So, like, who knows what might be hidden away? And that's why I'm releasing it into the wild so uh, Victor and the other people can collect him and do what they do best, Green. Work their magic. That's right. <laughs> uh, we need to do a party whistle demo now. Uh, party whistle those, means we're almost out of time. Time, where we are. Now, uh, we, quick, uh, is it a step back in time, I guess? Step back in time. So literally the first year of this stupid show where we went to the cricket, me, you, and a cricket reporter, mm. the former opening bat, former opening bowl, the Clear Hawks, Unspoiled Beast, Joseph And we went to the cricket and we, we harassed random New South Wales cricketers to sign random shit for us That's right. on the boundary. That's right. And this was back at the start of T20, so they kind of just like, yeah, we're going to interact with What the was this, like 2011-ish? Uh, 2011, correct. Yeah, it would have been 2011. <laughs> So one of the people that we got to sign something was Mitchell Stark. We so, had Josh Hazelwood, we had Mitchell Stark, and we had back when we, back when we still O'Keefe. did back when we still did stunts, Greeno. Back in twenty eleven ish, we'll do a little mm. stunt. Let's do it like stunts, a little fun we little stunt. Fucking, we're just young dickheads, really. Yes. And we, we got we got Mitchell Stark to sign a party whistle, and this guy Mitchell Stark was no one at that time. He was like a young player for New South Wales. And we didn't think anything of it. But then from then on, we're just like, well, this dude signed our party. So we're now the biggest uh, Mitchell Stark fans ever in the world. Yeah. And we, we created the Mitchell Stark party whistle on our show. That's right. And then when we left the radio station, we kind of like, oh, we need to kind of bin the Mitchell Stark party whistle. It's, it's old hat. We yep. need to move on, yep. find something new. But this week, after all the criticism he's copped over the better part of the last decade and calls for him to not be picked in the Australian scene by some certain dickheads in the media. And the man we referred to for at least eight years on this show as the starting block's own. Own, correct. <laughs> Which is because he signed our fucking crappy thing once in a game. <laughs> exactly. So we owned him. And no, and we he also him. replied to us once on Twitter. Do you remember on that? On Twitter. And he oh, said something like, great show, boys. He followed yeah. us, yeah. 
He did listen to us. Yeah. Uh, he he won the Allen Border Medal, which is basically the MVP nice for Gary. Australian nice cricket for the last four months. Best player for the last year. And that one last caught year. me by fucking surprise because I'm like, hang mm. on, because I'm thinking of like the Ashes. He was very good in the Ashes. But yeah. I'm thinking like, so what other cricket have we played though? <laughs> well, we played, that's the thing. We played no test cricket, but no. he had, he had a, a good, he's always a good T20 player and yeah. he had a good T20 campaign. That's and right. uh, he's always good in one day as well. So He would overall, be my first picked tw- uh, T20 bowler out of any bowler oh, I could get. Just be purely be because first... four overs. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what Stark is fucking built for. Do Spark is, is Spark. Stark is built for bowling four overs as quickly as possible and trying to intimidate you. Like that's, that's his yeah. game, isn't it? Like he bowls. Four and he, over also, he also statistically, I think, has the uh, the best strike rate ever in the first over in One Day International. Right. Nice, he just always Gary. seems to take a wicket in the first over. He took a wicket uh, with his first ball in the Ashes. <laughs> like he's just a he's a freak, a first over freak, isn't he? So congratulations to Mitchell Stark. Very happy to to see him win the Allen Border Medal. Nice yeah, story. it would have been it would have been very awkward for us if if the second choice, the man who came second, had won. Because the creek came second. Really? Have we got the sound bite for the creek? Of course we do. I don't want to wait for all It's been a long time since we heard the creek. I'm just going to grab a beer while this plays because this seems to yeah. go forever. Go for a while. No? Oh, you know what? Ah. It's not, not long enough. Hang on. <laughs> Wind water. By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet, he's our hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. Okay, we're back. Nice Gary for that, by the way. Nice Giving myself Gary. one. Seamless uh, transition screen over here oh, on the show. Very well. Yeah. Very well done. Now, uh, here's the thing. I just got to show how little test cricket we played when Mitchell Marsh managed to come second Mitchell to the Allen Border Medal. Yeah. yeah. So the, he's the well, creek, not the pond. The pond is the older no, brother, the Sean. Correct. Uh, the reason uh, the, the the pond and the creek exist is because the pond, all the ducks around, because yeah. he just had a shit ton of Wherever, ducks. He, that's right. Wherever he is, there's a lot of ducks hanging around. Therefore, yeah. he is a pond. He's a pond. And then Mitchell Marsh uh, <laughs> came inside his younger brother and got a whole bunch of ducks, and then he became the creek. Because he didn't because have the, as many ducks. As many, but So at creeks the same have time, fewer ducks, but they still do have ducks. <laughs> Still, a lot of ducks around nice, the tree. Oh, we were some dumb fucking lore on this show, man. There really is. Like, good though, I like dumb it. rivers of fucking meaningless <laughs> dumb lore that just exist. Because we've got 10 years worth of this. We've done oh, radio yeah. and podcasts and stuff for a long time. So, And nobody's ever given a fuck. So there nah, are just these weird little in-fucking stories that have existed for fucking a decade that nobody knows about. Ah, That's one of them. Another, do, you want, uh, do you want to do another in-joke then? Because no. the, uh, I the like MLB, stories about pinatas. The MLB hot stove yes. uh, has, uh, has dried up because they're on strike and oh, there's uh, no labor negotiations. Yeah, labor negotiations, no one can sign anyone, blah, blah, blah. MLB and the Player Association can't do squat. MLB today... Uh, Instead of providing a counter offer to the Players Association's offer, said, nah, fuck it. We're not going to offer a, a proposal. We're just going to get a mediator in that uh, they happen to employ. Right. So this is all fucking going well. So nothing's happening there. So what I've realized is the uh, the hot stove has now turned into the Central Coastal Port. If <laughs> <laughs> we're combining dumb jokes from our show for a bit of the last decade. Maybe I, can, maybe I can pull this off. Hang on a minute. Wait. I might have. 
Greeno, guess what I've got in my hot little hands here? I've got a little hands. <laughs> it's this week's hot stove. Oh, yeah. this is hot stove. Okay. All right. Now, this yeah. hot stove comes courtesy very, of us. Did you, I'm not sure if yeah, you're aware of this, is. but Scotty from the Central Coast is now filing the hot stove reports, Greeno, from the Central mm. Coast, because apparently there's nothing going on on the Central Coast. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. News to me. Never Ooh. heard of that one. So Never heard of that. So Scotty, uh, but because of current COVID restrictions, Greeno, he actually had to smuggle this by a hand-dug trench that he built Ooh. underneath the local school gymnasium where they're handing out the rat tests, Greeno. Okay. Okay, so he snuck out the other side of the gymnasium. He got it to a man on horseback who looked like Kevin Costner. Okay. And he said, Look, postman I'm, Kevin Costner? I'm the postman. Or, da- or Dances with Wolves, Kevin Costner. Dances with Wolves, nice, Kevin Costner. Gary. Okay, cool. Because he stank, clarify. He stank sure. like manure. So I assumed yeah. that might just be current day Kevin Costner. I don't know. <laughs> so that, Kevin Costner took the fucking, <laughs> took the, uh, what report is this again? <laughs> the hot stove report. <laughs> this is the hot stove report. Yeah. <laughs> the hot stove, the precious hot stove report, which was handcuffed to his wrist in a in a in a locked suitcase at the time, Greeno. Sorry, mate, before we continue, I just want to make sure we haven't crossed any uh like union lines, have we? No. Like I don't I don't want I don't I don't want Scotty to be called a scab. That's all I'm no, saying. No, no, definitely not. No, he didn't cross okay. any lines. He dug underneath them. Ah, excellent. Kind of wormed and wormed his way out like a common weasel, Greener. Yeah. So he got out the other side of the gymnasium. He got the hot stove report to Kevin Costner, who then jumped on a horse and rode it to the airport, who then flew it down to Sydney Airport and ran it out to us. And I have the hot stove report here in my hands, Greener. Hot little hands. Juicy. Juicy. Here it is. This week's hot stove report. Nothing going on. Nothing going on. Looking forward to uh, Kevin Costner slash Scotty's report next week. Nice, Gary. There you go. <laughs> it's good to have the hot stove slash Central Coast report It back. is, isn't it? Fuck yeah. Uh, Fantastic. We're missing, missing a lot of good segments uh, that used to be in the show. Yeah. I miss uh, I miss Periscope a week late, personally. Periscope a week late. Uh, you know what I was thinking about the other day, uh, Greeno? Demo's talking points with the fucking Damo. elevator. <laughs> elevator music. Remember the elevator music? I remember that. It was just you on a six-minute rant about just random well, shit. Well, no, it's just like up. dumb, dumb things that you think of, mm. like, during the day, you know? Can we bring that like the, pota- like like the that potato one. starch thing? You know, that would yeah. have been one of the talking points. So we'd have elevator. Yeah, and I'd be like, you know, Greeno, what do you, what do you think about this? Yeah. How do they get the potatoes out of the – how do they get the starch out of the potatoes? I mean, and how do they get it out of the potatoes and then put it in a shirt? Does that mean you can cook a shirt and turn it into, like, chips? Because there's potato in it? There you go. That's a- I know it was Jeopardy music nice, opposed to elevated music. That was a segment we, we did for about six months. <laughs> yeah, there were their bats and realised it was falling flat in its ass, but yeah. it was good when we did it. Yeah, it was um, hard to keep thinking of dumb things. It really was. Exactly. Yeah. This is what NBA Statman, sir. Mm. I'm a Statman. Australian Joss Giddy uh, became the youngest player to reach these numbers in his first 45 games since LeBron James. Oh, 500 rebounds, oh, 200. Oh. 500 points, 200 rebounds, 200 assists. So oh. Giddy absolutely fucking crushing it. Young Aussie, uh, drafted by the Oklahoma City Thunder, yeah. uh, doing great things over the year, mate. Fucking, well he, looks, he fucking looks like an Aussie too, doesn't he, with that haircut and like he looks like oh, a yeah. beach grommet, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> But you know what? Let's not get too fucking excited. I, good on him. It's a great – it's a good stat. Right, like let's not be let's let's be fair here. It's a fucking really good stat, like a rookie oh, stat. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's in a, esteemed company, but mm-hmm. there's 
history is full of like first year phenoms that drop off as well. So let's not fucking start lumping because the Australian way is like the kid's a rookie in the NBA. Let's pile all the pressure on him. You know, that's just uh, what we do. Like, no, hey, wait, fucking, no. he's got to be the best. Here's the thing. No one in Australia is talking about him. This is on SportsCenter. They will, though, now after this. No, nah, they won't. Liam Hendricks is an Australian baseball player who won the best reliever two years in a row. No one's heard of him. Yeah, because he's the reliever. So he's <laughs> not the – yeah, it does, because this guy, this kid's being compared to LeBron James. It's a little different. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, oh, this kid got better stats than LeBron James in his first year. Fuck, we better keep an eye on him. That's the way they'll be thinking. You know? Nah, because they're gonna. They're all in the other thing is like footy, 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 bloggy, footy, footy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can we find a way to? Has Josh Goody ever played in the AFL? We, we, what was his junior Funnel, footy like? Funnily enough, the, the the ironic thing about that is like from what I can gather, a, like almost most of the um. AFL players, I think, they're all mad fucking basketball fans. Did you know that? Oh, 100% they are, For yeah. some reason, AFL players fucking love, but, like, there's some similarities in the way people move and stuff to evade, like, their tag and shit. Yeah. But, yeah, it's they're also, still mad for the draft. I, I guess it's draft night and doing deals and stuff too. Yeah, but I think it's the age as well. Like, a lot yeah. of the AFL players, like, they're younger than us, but, you know, they grew up in kind of the era where basketball was big in Australia perhaps. So there's well, a bit of that. We grew up in the Jordan years. So mm. LeBron is they, the LeBron is their Jordan, isn't he? You know, pretty much, and they had the Kobe them. era as well. So yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. So Everyone that, forgets uh, about the Kobe era, don't they? Yeah, because Kobe's a racist, and no one wants to talk about it. Well, he's, he's also dead. dead. So, nice yeah, well, here's the thing. It fucking pisses me off, and, and this is it's un PC to say, hmm. but everyone is talking about how good a guy Kobe is. He wasn't After a good he guy. Died. He was a, a magic player, but he was a terrible human. He was a fucking bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like, oh, you know, he was such a good dad. I'm like, what about the rape thing? I oh, know we don't talk about that. I, I well, I think that. I think the rape thing was probably bullshit though. When it all comes down to it, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, well, there's enough evidence there. Where you, yeah, you see? Some, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's a, fair bit. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of stuff. I don't know what to believe. I just don't believe anything anymore, Greeno, because like pretty much every single sports star now, you Google them, there's at least one fucking crazy cunt out there who's saying, oh, I fucking touched my titties when I was on a plane or something. You know, there's it never ends. They're everywhere. There's, diff- there's difference between allegations and facing federal prison and suddenly getting paid off. And, <laughs> yeah. and then the allegations get removed in the middle of a federal court proceeding. So- Maybe it was just like less hassle for him to do it, though. Like just yeah. just pay the bitch off. I make fucking two hundred million dollars a year. What does she want? Two million? Whatever. Who gives a fuck? Just give it to her and mm. we'll get rid of this. Put it behind us, and then make her sign something that she can never bring it up ever again. He wins at that point. You you get two million dollars because you're broke, and two million dollars is a life changing experience. I understand that, but for him, two million dollars is fucking nothing. So like you know, he probably instructed the lawyer, "How much is it going to cost me to just get this fucking shit behind me?" You know. That's why it keeps on happening, doesn't it? Nice, Gary. <laughs> nice, Gary. Rich, rich fucking people just pay to make these things disappear. Well, um, it, keeps, it keeps happening because poor people keep taking the money. Doesn't help. <laughs> well, <laughs> and that, and then if you take the money, you take off. the money. Like, I'm not begrudging anyone. To, don't get me wrong. I'm not begrudging anyone taking the money. But if you take the money, then you take the money. And it's, well, no, he, it, can't he, be a, it can't be an issue after that no, if you take the money. I don't, know, I don't want to take a, a more darker. Can't take the money way. and be the victim. You can't. No, you kind of can because here's the thing. Like if you're smart enough to understand how the real world works, mm-hmm. you understand that he's going to pay off the judges and stuff anyway. So what? you either you either take the two million or, or 
the, the corrupt system managed to mean, make sure everything kind of goes the way it wants to be anyway. Maybe. I don't know. I think they like throwing fucking um, celebrities behind bars these days, don't they? Look at that. Uh, what, what's the fucking that weird? Remember the guy who cried during that interview? The singer guy, the R&B guy? I don't know. Oh, he was fucking like a 15 or 16-year-old girl. Oh, or something. R. R. Kelly. R. Kelly, was that him? No, He's like, I'm saying me, I didn't fucking do this shit. You know, that, yeah, in that interview? Yeah. That's it. But he, he paid off, he had to pay off, and he didn't go to prison originally. Didn't he? I thought he did yeah. go to prison. Uh, Isn't no, he in there now? Go. Oh, wow. Well. Uh, yeah, because he did something else fucking horrid, oh, and he finally <laughs> got busted for it. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> See, someone, like, when I talk about Hakeem Olajuwon, you know how much of a fan I am of Hakeem Oh, the dream, yeah. yeah. He was my idol growing up, uh, basketball-wise, anyway. Mm. Like, I would practice his fucking, like, uh, his pivot and stuff in the key and shit when I was a kid, of course, and millions of kids did. Um, but someone said to me, like, oh, you know, he's a cunt because of this, that, and that. I'm like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about that. I, I've heard mm. that Hakeem has, like, 28 illegitimate children all around the United States and, and different countries in Africa. I'm like, I don't that care. Surprise if, me, right? Have as many fucking kids, have no, as no, many no. As illegitimate kids as you want, fucking do whatever you want, as there's, long as you play nothing, good ball. That's all I care nothing, about. Uh, there's nothing illegal about having children. It's, it's consensual. But being, being that good of a basketballer should have been fucking illegal, Greeno. No, Gary. <laughs> with, uh, Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen's apparently got 30, 35 kids yeah. thereabouts. All and around, Scotty, all around Scotty around. seems like a real kind of down to earth family man, doesn't he? So he does. Yeah, he's got. A he would have been a one. player back in the day. Yeah, he's got a big family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thirty five of them. Mm. Yeah, well done, Scotty. By the way, his boys can swim. Can't they? Speaking of uh, court cases, Damon, we're in the show on this. I don't know if you follow this story. Something for your show, perhaps tomorrow. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, this is uh, kind of a landmark case that's happened in the NFL in the last couple of days. Okay. Brian, Brian, Brian Flores, who's a former coach in the NFL, yeah. is suing the NFL. Who, for... who was he the former coach of? Is uh, this the Dolphins guy? This is the Dolphins guy, ah, correct. Because you know what? I, I don't know anything about like local Florida football mentality yeah. or whatever, but I would have thought if I was the coach of the Dolphins who have done fuck all for how many years... And that the other Florida team, the Bucks, like you know, they won the Super Bowl. It makes me, as the Florida coach, look really bad. You know, mm. like it must be the dynamic, surely. So they're like, you know what, we're gonna catch up to the Bucks, his, let him go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this guy lost his job a couple of years back, so it was before the Buccaneers kind of. Uh, oh, really? Oh, well, there you go. There you go. So, so he's suing the NFL for uh, racial discrimination. Uh, basically going, <laughs> is he? Look, okay. yeah, he is. 100% wait, the, going, wait, the same NFL with the kneeling and stuff? Okay. Yeah, oh, right. spot on. So uh, and one of the things that popped Fucking up in his, in, his, in his lawsuit against the NFL, or and particularly the Miami Dolphins, yeah. is the fact that Bill Belichick accidentally sent this guy a text saying, congrats, I hear you've got the giant, the job for the Giants. Oh, really? And, he, and he's like, what What do you mean? He's like, oh, I hear you're, you're the man. And he's like, Oh, but I don't interview for another couple of days. And he's like, no, no, it's a done deal. You're, you're already signed. And he's like, who do you think you're texting? And Bill Belichick was texting this white dude, Brian Doble, before Brian uh, Brian Flores was even being interviewed. So the job had already been taken. Oh. But they've got, they've, got this rule, nice, Gary. they've got this rule in the NFL where you've got to do it's minority like inside hiring. inside trading, yeah. Yeah, you've got to do minority hiring, right? So for every job, you've got to make sure you interview a black candidate. So what he's saying is he didn't even get the opportunity to present and, and get an oh, opportunity for this job shit. because because 
But Bill Belichick had already heard. He got his job, texted him, didn't realize it was the wrong Brian. It was like, new phone, who dis? <laughs> new phone, who dis? <laughs> Bill Belichick. He's Bill running Belichick. rampant. Do you reckon, maybe he just so, didn't re- maybe he just wanted to fuck it up for this guy. So like Brian, <laughs> Brian Flores had to reply back to him and he's like, because Belichick's like, got it. I hear from Buffalo, New York. You're their guy. I hope it works out. I hope it works out for you too. And then Buff- the, wait, the Buffalo is going to replace their coach? No, they, they were just saying like both of both of these things. He's like, how that's Why definitely Buffalo what I replace I, I, their coach now. That would be. But dumb. he's like, how coach? Are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian DeBoli? Just making sure. Oh. And then Belichick, there was like this gap for like a day, and then the reply from Belichick was like, "Sorry, I fucked this up." I double-checked and I misread the text. I think they're running with Debo. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice, Gary. So Belichick oh. is like, oh. so he's texting everyone else, freaking out, going, shit, I've just texted the wrong guy. Like, I've already told him that he hasn't had the job and he hasn't even interviewed yet. Like, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, well done, Bill. He can read a game plan, but he can't send a text message. How does, uh, how does Bill Belichick kind of how does he know anyway like uh, why is he in the loop connections like i know right but don't you know, like that i'd be a little bit sour like if i was on the um like the panel selecting the coach for that team and bill belichick like from a different team's out there fucking shit up for me i'd be like well the fuck, who the fuck does he think he is leaking that stuff you know uh well i don't think he was leaking that. i think he was just kind of he giving encouragement wow well, he was giving encouragement to a guy that used to work for him so I think they were mates. The guy that actually did get the job. I yeah. think they used to work together in New England. Right. So he was texting and going, "Hey man, I hear you're the guy. Congrats!" Like kind of just being a buddy, not it's got anything like that. Mm. Um, and so his daddy texted the wrong dude. So How, what, what what odds do you reckon I can get of the Patriots winning the Super Bowl in like say the next three years? Because I'd fucking put money on it. Um, good question. They're not. They're well, not they're far the away. They're not far no. away from being competitive again, are they? No. They're not not far at all. No, <laughs> so you're right. Two three years, yeah. he'll get him back there. Yeah, because because he, he's just a winning. He's just a winner. Like he's just he whatever he he's the Wayne Bennett kind of thing, isn't it? It's like the older elder statesman. He's he's been there. He's won them all. He's done it all. He's seen them all. And you would that enough would probably lift the players like fucking five percent when they're on the field because they're he, like he our guy to, knows best. You know he knows how to build. Yeah, he knows how to build a team. Like I watched him. Uh, I watched this weird doco last year, year before. Um, it was it was like the hundred greatest NFL players of all time for the hundred year anniversary or something like that. Yeah. And Bill Belichick was part of this panel. And just the way he spoke about football, you're like, this guy's an idiot savant. He just knows everything about everything. Like, and it didn't seem like he was given a lot of notes. It was just like, let just Bill talk about what he knows about footy, and then we'll go back to the hosts. Yeah. Um. He just he knows his stuff, and yeah, he took a team last year that. Didn't really do much after Brady left, and then turned him into a playoff team, and they got knocked out in the first round. That's fine, mm. but to to get back to that, like you're thinking, oh, three four years to rebuild, no. you got to back the playoffs with fucking Matt Jones this year is pretty impressive. Like last year, last year was just a completely like let's throw them all out there and see what they can do kind of a feel. I think it was the, it was the first year post Brady. That's like, right, just, and it was yeah. just like let's see what they got, let's see what we're dealing with here, and then I it's it's almost like he was like okay, that's what I'm dealing with. Let's bring a couple in, let's take a couple out. And then he's like, mm-hmm. all right, let's see how we go, like rearrange the pieces kind of thing and go, all right, now yeah. go, see how we go with that. And they fucking make playoffs again. Like, yeah. It's ridiculous. He's a fucking he's a machine. Yeah. He, is a, he's he, is a, he is a genius. And Brady's going to, the, the, like the thing is Brady's going to retire and Belichick will still be going and winning Super Bowls. 
Well, you know, apparently Brady's retired <laughs> now, so yeah. Well, he, he that's done. what I mean. He, that's spare. what I'm saying. So Brady Brady will retire, yeah. and Bill Belichick will be still winning Super Bowls. You know, in a couple of years from now, if he wants to, maybe he's had enough. I don't know as well. Like, I think I think he would die with a clipboard in his hand. That's how much. Uh, like I reckon he'd want to win one. Lips? I reckon he would think that because Brady won one away from him, he'd want to win one without Brady too. Well, he's won ones without Brady beforehand, right? Like the Giants and stuff, but sure. But it's not it's not like the legacy at the Patriots. Like if he can stay at the Patriots and then win another Super Bowl without Brady, then he's like oh, just godlike in the. He's I know he's already one of the greatest coach ever, but I know. But yeah, that would I, cement. I don't you from. think that would cement him in though? Like he did it with two fucking quarterbacks. You know, like the 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 Patriots dynasty. Even though they lost the greatest quarterback of all time, it what mm. it it kind of lulled for a year or two and then it was back right there, There's right back one. again, you know. <laughs> like that would be insanity. So it would be. He's an amazing coach. You're right. He's the Wayne Bennett of the NFL. Yeah. Well, and if he and if he wants to get reverse. jerked off at Asian massage parlors, if he keeps producing Super Bowl rings and so be it. I re- no, I imagine was, he lets the girls uh, that was the owner. Oh that's, that's right. It. That's right. Nah. Oh, well, well, he can get it if he wants. He can I get guess. it too. If he wants it. Yeah. Well, it seems to be the pattern down there at the Pats, doesn't it? Mm, come I mean, on in. The owner's down. <laughs> Maybe that was the secret to the success the whole time. Exactly. Rubby, 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 rubby. Yeah, just relieve some of that pressure in the in the boardroom. Exactly. Very relaxed team down there in New England. Yep. Very cold uh, outside. That's our show, sir. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to finish. Ah, it's a good way to finish. Yeah. Happy, happy ending. Uh, <laughs> plugs. Oh, God. Uh, Dr. Till was in here before. Follow Dr. Till. Victor Show. Jim Enward's been in the chat. Greeno, he's been busy in the chat. Uh, he said, well, there are only 32 NFL head coaches, so it's a pretty tight community. I guess, you know, so it's okay for the guy to get the name wrong on the mm-hmm. text message. There aren't that many of them. <laughs> Fuck him. Um... <laughs> <laughs> follow Greeno at the starting block when we drop the K at the end. Follow myself, Happy uh, Boogie Bumper. I'll do a show tomorrow morning, my time, tonight, your time, if you're in the States. Uh, Victor Show, follow Victor Show. Follow every, you know the people to follow. That's, they're just it's around. It, Twitter, it's out there. Twitter, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yep. That's all right. All right. Catch you <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth.